Hello. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Seagull Song Podcast. We are on an important episode in our series, the first two-digit episode, episode 10. It's an important important landmark in, in our series together, in our journeys together, and may we have many more. Uh, interesting events happening happened last last week. Uh, jumped off a bridge into some water that was pretty cool in the Bow River. I'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, it was raining like crazy last week, just raining like nonstop, and you would think it would be a good good idea to wear a a raincoat in that weather even if you were just going out for a drive getting some groceries because it was pouring outside but uh, uh, we were not wearing any raincoats this week when we were outside uh, working and we got drenched absolutely soaked Uh, but we we showed the rain who was boss we we didn't let the elements uh, affect us and our, our work that was that was that was uh, in front of us it didn't didn't affect us didn't bother us we just kept kept doing our jobs um and we got soaked uh, yeah so we're into summer here almost in june one more week and then into June and uh, got some cool, cool things happening in June. I look forward to talking about, I guess. Um, and speaking of June and which we will be traveling down a river, river somewhere. We went down the Bow River uh, this weekend. That was that was a good time. Uh, and unlike other times we've gone, this has been the, uh, a historical, uh, trip where like, just like this episode, that is episode 10 historical episode. <laughs> it was a historical trip down the Bow River because, uh, it might've been the first time ever uh, anyone has jumped off of a couple bridges into the Bow River that that we've ever seen, ever heard of. Uh, I'm happy to say I did jump off one of the bridges, but I was wearing uh, a life jacket and some river shoes, which the other passengers on the trip were not. Uh, so, I... I'll probably try that again. That was that was a good time jumping off the bridge. Yeah, the water was very chilly. Uh, I thought it was going to be hotter because of the rain, but the it must it must be because the frost or like snow was like fresh off of the snow that made it pretty pretty chilly. Like we were definitely uh, very cold after that trip. 
but there were some some nice sunny days on the weekend too. Got outside, played tennis that I haven't played ever. I don't know, or actually I played it when I was like 12 or something like that. But I completely sucked at tennis, so it wasn't fun at all. Uh, being older now, it was it it wasn't bad. I had some fun. Had fun playing tennis. I think I'll try to keep keep that up. Practice that. Uh, yeah. And like involving physical activities, keeping the theme going of physical uh, activities. I've found a routine of stretching. Stretching is is a bit of a game changer, I gotta say. My buddies got me into stretching maybe a couple months ago or something when this COVID apocalypse started. Um, and I've been starting to pick it up and I think I'm gonna try to keep it in the routine. Uh, Cause you just feel way better. You feel physically way healthier and you don't feel like uh, complete trash after like some physical work. Like you feel really good. And I'm not talking about like shitty stretching, like, like touching your toes kind of stuff. Um, I guess you call it yoga stretching, uh, hippie stretching, that sort of thing. Um, and I know you strong guys out there are like, oh, I don't need to stretch. Stretching is for the little bitches out there. They don't, a man doesn't need to stretch. A man just fucking keeps going, never stretches. Well, I got to tell you guys, the fittest man in the world, maybe the biggest badass in the world ever to exist, David Goggins, does, is a stretcher. He stretches. Uh, ultra marathon runner, Navy SEAL, fucking gets any physical uh, goal that he wants to achieve done. He gets it done. He stretches and swears by it. Speaking of which, you should check out his audiobook. Um, it's uh, a very harrowing tale, but at the same time inspiring with a lot of useful uh, life experience and tips that uh, maybe just riffing on some old uh, tropes but I think are, are useful to uh, repeat, you know, tell again. For, for reminder's sake, I would check that one out. From Zero to Ultimate Badass, David, Gull, yeah, David Goggins. Check him out. Uh, um, yeah. David Goggins. I was reading a little bit of Nietzsche too. Uh, Best spoke Zarathustra. 
probably his most entry level book of his. I think I think it would resonate with most people. If if any of his writings would resonate with um, an audience, a wide audience, that would be the one. And he talks about. I'm I'm pretty sure it's this that book. He talks about. Uh, the idea of um, infinite time. Back in the day when he was alive, before the turn of the century, they didn't know that there was a, a Big Bang or a beginning to the universe or, or an end like we do now with modern science. As far as we know, according to the theories modern science so his uh, I get his observation was that because there was would be infinite time I'm not sure if this was a common belief back in those days or it probably well let's say it sure it was or like for the Christians, Judeo-Christians, I don't think they believe in infinite time. But um, as if maybe pagans did, I don't know. And that's where that idea comes from. Uh, but hypothetically, if there is an infinite amount of time, that would mean everything that has ever happened or could happen has already happened. And will happen infinitely many times. Uh, now he phrases it in a way more poetic way. Way more artistic, articulate uh, uh, way. But if you could imagine uh, you're at the moment of your life, you're, the way your life pans out, all those possibilities would and like outcomes would happen forever infinitely many times forever which is fucking cool i think that's a fucking cool idea um i think that's fucking sweet uh, um yeah i'm not sure where that yeah so I, i'd also check out his book I spoke Zarathustra. A lot of good little gems in there, that's for sure. I recorded Opus 2, number 2, uh, from Beethoven Sonatas. We have 30 more to go, 30 more sonatas to go. I'm looking forward to playing them all. Hopefully get to number 3 this week. We'll see what happens. I gotta fix a car. I'll like try to fix up my car a little bit. Brakes and stuff like that. Maybe get a job happening earlier than later in this week. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Might have to. This might be a short and sweet podcast, guys, for episode 10. Short and sweet. 
uh, as a last final thing before we get to story time. If you ever want to cook uh, Thai curry, you're going to need some special ingredients for your Thai curry. Um, and make sure you put in lemongrass, cilantro, <laughs> and ginger. Those, those things really bring it to life. Also a little bit of sugar. You put some sugar in there. All right, let's read some Finnegan's Wake. Let's read some Finnegan's. Page 13. So this is Dublong. Hush, caution, echo land. How charmingly exquisite. It reminds me you of the outwashed Ungraver that we used to be blurring on the blotch wall of this encamped house. Used they? I am sure that tiring chattel shoveler with the musical chocolate box, Murray Mitchell, is listening. I say, the remains of the outworn grave mirror where used to be blurried the ptolems of the incubus. Used we. He is only... Uh, he is only pretendant to be stugging at the jubilee harp from a second existed listener, Fiery Fairly. It is well known, look, for himself and see the old buttes new. Dublin, W-K-O-O, -O, here, by the Muslim wall, fim, 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 with a grand fun for all, fum, 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 fum. Tis optophone watched onto fame's list, witchstone magical liar. They will be tuggling forever. They will be likening for all love. They will be pretumbling for over. The harpsidic chords shall be theirs for all abs. Four things therefore saith our Herodotari Memon Lugius in his grand old historiorum, wrote near Boriorum, bluest book in Bailey's Annals, Featuring in Diaphis Narski near self fail till heather smoke and cloud weed hires isle self pow. And here now they are the fear of um, t to titties, unum, adar, a bulbin boss surmounted up on an alderman, a.a. Doom, Mizam. A shoe on a pure old woman. A hoe, Triom, Tamas. An auburn maid, O'Brien, a bride to be deserted. A deer, a deer. Quidlibus. Marchus Van. A pan no weightier nor a pole post. And so, and all. Sikov. So. How idlers wind, turning pages on pages, as innocents with anaclete play Popeye antipop, the leaves of the living in the bulk of the deeds and nows of themselves, timing the cycles of events grand and national bring, facile-wise to pass how. 1132 A.D., men, 
like to ants or emmets wandering upon a groot wide hualfisk which lay in the runnel blubbly wears a pat oblanium 566 a.d on balefire's night of this year after deluge a crone that had a wickered kish for to hail dead turves from the bog look it under the blay of her kish as she ran for to sow this fige her curiosity and be me sold but she found her cell sack full of swart giddy quickenshoon and small elegant brogues so rich in sweat uh, sweet is it sweat uh, blurry works at hurdles forward silent so that's it all right thanks for listening bye for now everybody